On today's podcast, we talk about how this health journey and this process that we are all on to better ourselves and feel better and look better is an infinite process. It is not finite. There is no winning at this game. There is no end to this game. It is something that you have to embrace and take part in every single day of our lives. And we want to have that conversation with you and why a lot of us probably struggle with that mindset. So dive into today's Friday Fire. It is a good one. Live your life within the moment, moment. And don't go wait until the morning, morning. You never know when it is over, over. All that I know is we'll get over. It's Friday, and we have a really, really good I think intuition, like it's just, it's going to dig deep into that soul today. And let you on fire. It's it's Friday. So we got to do the fire. We got to bring the fire. And that's what we work to do for you guys. Even though Tuesdays are mentally exhausting for Liz and I. (laughs) I have four calls after this. I have to drive with both of my small children in a car. I don't know what would be more challenging. I mean- they're great. Carson's actually into like some decent music right now. Um, it's not like C is for cookie anymore. Um, he was like, we were listening to Alesso. We were listening to, uh, he's into the eighties. So like, do you know the get out of my dreams? Yeah. Get into, so that song, um, and YMCA he's into because he loves police officers so much lately that he, has found on YouTube these police lip syncing battles that happens apparently between stations. They like do lip syncing battles and then they go on YouTube and they battle. Like, I, I don't know. So he gets all the songs from these lip syncing battles. Bruno Mars is on there. Um, the Get Up or Blanco Brown Get Up song, yeah. which he like knows the dance to. That's awesome. It's so great. But so like the drive isn't as bad. Taylor just says, she wants to listen to Let It Go from Frozen. So oh, she yeah. goes, go, 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 go. And so we listen to Let It Go a lot for Taylor. Oh, my goodness. So that's my my time in the car for an hour. And I try to keep Carson awake so that he goes to bed at night. Marcus is really into <laughs> So Tick, Tick, Boom is a oh, really yeah. fun one. Yep. But also Miss New Booty. <laughs> that might be my Lesson. fault. International, um, the Pitbull song, International yep. Love. That yep. Carson liked that a lot. Yep. So we we rock out to that. And he's like, no, mom, not this song. The other one. Okay. Mm. He's very in a stage right now of now, you know, demanding, bossy. Yes. He is my child. He looks like my husband. Guarantee you he's mine because he's he's got my personality as a child. So mm. that's fantastic. Um, but it's. It's a fun stage. Like yesterday we went to like this, we've been like exploring like different parks and just like going different places, like keep, you know, them occupied. Right. Um, and so yesterday I was like, this park is boring. Like, <laughs> let's go somewhere else. He's like, no, I want to stay here. <laughs> and I was like, why? It's like a third of the size of the other parks that we normally go to that have like zip lines and like more fun stuff. Like, especially if you want us to be like playing with you and hanging on the monkey bars and sliding and stuff like that. Like we, I can't go down this tiny slide that's made for like four-year-olds. So anyways, apparently there's a new Ninja Warrior obstacle place out by us, Mm. I think. And it's like for younger kids. So 
We should check that out. We should. I actually just got a birthday invitation for one of Marcus's classmates, which is very nice. We have so many birthday parties. It's right in now. June. And I was like, Marcus's birthday is in June. It's it's April. Am I supposed to be planning a birthday party this far in advance? No, like a month. Give it a month. We have we have th- four birthday parties within the past two months, like that last month and this upcoming month from Carson's class. So it's lots of buying birthday presents off Amazon because uh-huh. I will not go to the store. <gasps> you know what I haven't told you yet? What? No, I did tell you this. Never mind. I did tell you. But I haven't told the story on the podcast. So if you guys remember last year, Carson... Uh, bought himself a $400 car. Carson somehow had our Amazon on Nick's tablet open and without Nick and I noticing, bought a $470 Hot Wheels car (laughs) that showed up on our porch from Amazon. I was working one morning at like 5 a.m. and Amazon dropped off this huge box. I was like, what in the fuck? And so I go outside. I was like, oh my God. And then I ran inside to check our Amazon account and I was like, that little shit. He somehow <laughs> managed to buy this with, and like the problem is, is that we have that like quick, pay, you know, pay right away type uh-huh. thing. So we probably just clicked through it. Yeah. But and, like, it's crazy. They know right? the buttons. So Marcus didn't complete the purchase, but he put his writer in the Amazon cart. And so Art and I will both put stuff in there and then like randomly just like order things. So I was looking at it and I was like, babe, why did you buy him another Paw Patrol toy? Like, my God, we don't need any more Paw Patrol toys. And he's like, I didn't. And I was like, well, I didn't. So I guess they were on the way home from karate. And Marcus goes, dad, I ordered Ryder. When is Ryder coming? And we had already found out like the day before. And I was like, maybe we can hide it from him. And like return it. It was only like 17 bucks. But even we, that failed because then the Amazon delivery was here when they got home. But it's like, you're so freaking smart. You put this in your cart. You don't tell us. And then you know that it's oh, been yeah. ordered. And you're wondering where it's at. Carson kept asking, like, when's my truck going to get there? When's my truck coming? We were like, you didn't order a truck, Carson. So the be- well, the best part of this, and I don't know what you guys talk with Carson about in terms of the finances, but I was like, you know, buddy, this was $17 and you don't have $17. We didn't save up money for this. So we need to either earn some more money and we get the toy after we earn the money or Uncle Bezos is going to have to put you in jail because <laughs> you don't have money to pay for this. And he's like, no, I don't want to go to jail, you know? And I'm like, well, we need to fix this. And he said, I go to Baba's house and I get money there. And then I was like, no, you can't do that. You can't solve the problems by, you know, asking somebody else to bail you out of this essentially. So he went and got his pig and he was going to try to open his pig to get money out of there. And I'm like, okay, I understand. Like you're smart here, but we can't, we're going to have to figure out like a child lock or something on Amazon because yeah, I know. Carson um, has like, I maybe like 35, 40 bucks worth of like dollars that he's earned mm-hmm. through like taking the trash out with Nick and yeah. emptying the, the dishwasher and stuff like that. Um, but like, I try to explain to him, like, Carson, don't waste your money on things that are useless. Yeah. <laughs> like, I know to you, the 37th police car that you want to buy right now is not useless, but it is. You don't, you're going to forget about it. Yeah, because that one didn't have one feature that the other yes. ones to the doors open the most recent one we purchased was a spanish one it said policia on the side which was new it was from fast and the furious mm-hmm. so i just Ooh, we watched the new rocky this weekend oh really good was it mm-hmm. yeah creed really good. sorry creed yeah we watched the new creed i don't know if we watched it yet we watched um that ghosted Oh, yeah, we watched it. It was cute. It was cute. It was entertaining. Yeah. I fell asleep on Friday watching that, and then we watched the rest of it Saturday during nap time. And yeah, it was cute. I think you just know. Like, you just know know. what the outcome is going to be. Well, whenever we start a movie, 
like we started that one Friday night and I told Nick, I was like, maybe we'll finish it by Sunday night. Because <laughs> we <laughs> 30 to 45 minutes at a time. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's how it goes. Uh, all right, guys. So we have to have a talk today about how mentally we approach health, how mentally I think we approach a lot of things in life, and the concept between infinite or finite thinking. And there was a really, really great video that Alex Hermosi had, I think it was like a podcast interview um, that I reposted the other day. And he talks about how so many people start a health journey and they think, I just want to get to a certain weight. I just want to, you know, win this health journey by like whatever that looks like for you. When in reality, there is no end in a lot of things in life. No, there's no finish line, you know, and I think this is tough because in different seasons of life, like you may be working on, you know, very specific goals. And then, you know, of course, at some point in time, the intensity of that is going to diminish a little bit, but your work is never done. So I'll use the example here of let's say you're, you know, training for a show, whether that's a bodybuilding show or it's a physique show or it's a powerlifting uh, meet or CrossFit competition, 5K, 10K, marathon, whatever. You're training for something and you know that this is going to be the date that I'm going to compete. I'm going to show up and I have a lot of work to do before that. But you don't just quit running or lifting or moving your body and working out after that, right? Like you either decide, okay, I'm going to take some time off, go into more of kind of a maintenance phase, maybe deload for a period of time, work on other things with your fitness, or, you know, you have a season that you come back and then you do it again, but you don't just quit. And I think for a lot of people, they think, especially from a weight loss standpoint, that's the only thing that they look at and value in terms of their successes if the scale has moved. If I've achieved this weight of 133.6, because I remember that from college at some point in time, right? Just throwing out numbers here. But you look at the scale and you think, okay, if I achieve this weight, I've achieved my goal and then I'm good. But there's no finish line because you have to do the things that are making you successful continuously if you want to continue to maintain your results, right? We, we did a podcast on this many um, months ago, maybe even a couple of years ago, where we talked about the exact things that you're doing right now on your health and fitness journey to achieve what you desire from a physical standpoint are the exact things that you have to keep doing just at a different scale or intensity level to maintain those things. You don't just stop And so I think it's important for you guys to understand no matter what you're working on, even if you're working through a healing journey, or let's say you're working to improve your gut health, or, you know, you are working with somebody to like improve various things. You know, maybe there's a lot of things going on. Maybe we have dysregulated blood sugar and we're on the brink of type two diabetes. Maybe our cholesterol is high. Maybe we're seeing our thyroid is not functioning well. Maybe we do have a lot of gut issues or our hormones are off or whatever it might be. There's a journey there that is going to continue to evolve for you even after maybe you did a program or you worked with a practitioner because your body is ever evolving. And if you stop evolving, things will go back to where they were before, you know, in square one, if you don't continue to evolve and change with the season of your life, Mm -hmm. right? And the times that uh, essentially we are in. I never imagined that 
Beck and I would be so excited about purchasing portable saunas for ourselves <laughs> 10 years ago i would have been like that's a waste of money why do you need that you know that's too much money mm -hmm. but now we've evolved because we are never ever done growing and we never ever will be done growing and the things that have gotten us to where we are are the things that will continue to allow us to move forward and you know, I have goals. Absolutely. We're not saying not to have goals for a year from now or three years from now or five years from now. But the thing is, is that those goals are merely stepping stones along your journey. They are, they are kind of milestones of realizing I have put in the work daily and in turn, I am successful. But to continue to be successful, there has to continue to be work put in. And part of what he talked about on this video was, you know, something that hopefully can resonate if you're not kind of resonating so far is you don't win at marriage. The goal is to stay married. You don't win in business. The goal is to stay in business. You don't win at health. The goal is to stay in a healthy place in life to where you can live and age and do all of these things in a graceful manner and not end up in constant doctor's offices or not able to play with your grandkids or not able to, you know, be intimate with your spouse because you're so miserable and you're, you know, dealing with a dozen different symptoms all the time and trying to blanket them with medications. Like it is coming back to the realization that you are the solution. You are the problem and you are the solution. And if you don't accept that you are the problem, there will never be a solution. And so looking at, you know, the overwhelm that a lot of people feel when they think of these big goals that they have for themselves too, it's breaking it down into these small steps daily. It's breaking it down into what actions can I take day by day to build into that healthy place, to build into that place where this is just my life and my routine and getting away from I have 30 pounds to lose. I have 50 pounds to lose. I have 100 pounds to lose. Or I have so many symptoms that I'm dealing with. How will I ever feel good again? Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people, unfortunately, don't do the deeper work. And so they stay motivated for a short period of time. But then when they don't see drastic change because they, they have this huge goal in mind and it's so overwhelming, they essentially give up. And you go in this kind of cycle, this vicious cycle of you have a little bit of motivation and so you push for a short period of time and maybe you do something for, you know, one, two, three weeks. But when it's not completely changing your life yet, because what does change? I mean, not much changes your life in two weeks. You just give up because it's, again, you, you get lost in this overwhelm versus these little itty bitty steps that it truly takes for months, years to get you to a place where you are ultimately, you know, successful. Yeah. And I think there's a couple of things inside of this, you know? So for me, when I think about longevity, I think about like, I want to be able to be mobile. I want to be able to get off of the floor or get up from the couch without, you know, aching and, you know, going extremely slow and just like having to pop all those joints and stuff, right? Like to move well, throughout life. Uh, and that allows you to maintain relationships, right? Because if you can move well, you can have a vibrant life in terms of traveling and exploring and, you know, connecting with other people in different ethnicities or whatever that looks like for you. I think the second thing here is 
taking a step back and kind of for you getting out of your head and taking like a 10,000 foot view in of like what got me here and recognize that you have maybe five, 10, 20, 35 years of things behind you that have slowly built up over time to lead you to this place of dysfunction. And you're expecting too much for someone to magically be able to fix you in two weeks. Conventional medicine with prescriptions, we're very thankful for some of those in certain seasons or certain times that can help very severe situations. But when you're looking to reverse dysfunction and get your body back to a place of health, it takes time. I would say a year, two years for some people, depending upon how long you've been struggling with things. And the longer that you wait, the harder it becomes, the longer the journey becomes, the more things compile, the more that you have to peel back the layers of the onion and unravel this. So the hard truth is that you're expecting too much. Um, You're expecting too much in terms of how fast your body is going to adjust. Now, that said, if you are doing things in a strategic manner, things can get better quickly. But it doesn't mean that because things have gotten better, you stop there, right? We're talking about truly healing. And this is mind, body, and spirit healing. From a physical standpoint, you may see things improve in two, three, four weeks, which is fantastic. That's what we're hoping for, right? But the deeper work that has to be done is the hardest part of the journey that typically follows a few wins um, in terms of maybe, you know, you're sleeping better or your bowels started moving after you've been constipated for 30 plus years, you know, uh, then we're looking at, okay, how now do we support the liver and proper detoxification? How now do we get the thyroid back um, online, your hormones back online, right? Things back on track. And this is where the healing, as we've said before, can be a messy journey. Uh, You know, you improve one thing, but then something pops up that you didn't know about. Or for example, you know, you're in eradication protocol for candida. And what you didn't realize is that there are so many different types of heavy metals and toxins that are inside of candida. All of a sudden now, like I started to mobilize these things and I feel worse for a period of time because holy shit, there's a high mold here or a parasite infection or whatever it might be. So I think you just have to understand that your body is going to heal in the rate that it's going to heal. You have to be patient and you have to be consistent and you can't expect things to be better in three months. I mean, yeah. I, we just have this unrealistic expectations for a lot of people. And the same thing happens with weight loss or the same thing happens Absolutely. with, you know, for example, CrossFit, like, okay, I want to do double unders my first week at CrossFit, or I want to be able to do kipping pull-ups or these crazy gymnastics moves of like walking on your hands and stuff. Guys, like I just fall on my face probably if I try to do that. I can do wall walks. I'm getting better at wall walks. There you go. Um, But you have these unrealistic expectations that because you went to the gym for five days, you're going to be an athlete that's supposed to keep up with a person who's been training for 10 years. Yeah. And it comparison's a bitch, right? Like mm-hmm. it is very hard not to compare in today's world, but you have to be able to evaluate your surroundings too. Like, are you dealing with anxiety or are you just maybe following a bunch of people that portray unrealistic, you know, pieces of their life that make you think that your life should look like that? You're under eating or you're, you know, yo-yo dieting. You're not drinking enough water. You're not sleeping enough. So in turn, it feels like anxiety because you feel completely inadequate compared to what you're looking at outside. And this is another thing that I think, you know, we, we had a call with one of our mentors earlier and they talk, uh, talks about how there's kind of six needs of humans, but most people have two. They have two things that, that really kind of drive them. And one is significance. You care more about what other people think versus how you're actually doing. 
And the other one is certainty, meaning you have to have control. You have to, you have to be told that what you're about to do is going to work no matter what before you even decide to do it. And the problem with that is that you will never grow in that mindset. If you have to have certainty of something before you even start it, you will never go into anything with any type of risk that could provide you the reward that you truly want. Because nothing worth having is ever certain. Those big dreams and those big goals that you have, if you have to control, you have this picture of yourself that maybe you used to look like. Maybe 10 years ago, you had this body that you, you know, dieted for a wedding for, or you, you know, you got to because of a pre-competition, like you walked on stage and you got your body to a certain place. And then you believe in your mind that you should look like that every single day. And now you don't need more. And so you try to control every aspect of your life to look like that. But that's not how their body works. The body goes through phases. It goes through seasons. It has to change. And when you try to control every single thing in your life to basically control an outcome, you will not grow. And so you need to start changing the mindset into kind of being almost vulnerable to the process and being vulnerable to the ups and downs of the process. Because if you listen to a few episodes back, Liz and I talked about our more recent journeys with health. There have been so many points in the past six to eight months where I have been like, why did I even get into this? Why? I feel so much worse than I, before I even started all of this. But that is a very avoidance mindset. That is a very negative mindset. And in it, that was what I felt truly. But now that I'm on the other side of it, because I didn't give up on it and because I'm continuing to work on it, I see now if I would have given up, I would have still been stuck with the problems that I had at that moment. And that is what most of us end up in. We don't address the challenging hard parts. We just avoid them and we give up on them and we'd rather not face them. And so what we want you to understand about today is that it can feel like sometimes you're moving backwards away from whatever finish line you have in mind. But Imagine, you know, the analogy I think a lot of times is given is the, the person with the pick breaking, you know, chipping away at this rock, but they can't see the other side of the rock and they don't know how close they are to maybe a breakthrough or a progression forward or a big step in the right direction. And so they give up because they can't see that maybe in the next couple of picks that they do, they will have that breakthrough. And that is the mindset you have to have about every day of your life. Some days are harder than others. We're not saying that's not the case. But who knows? Maybe that next hit breaks the pinata. Maybe that next pick breaks through the rock and you get to that other side, this new level, this new phase. But the thing is that you need to understand is that those levels and phases never stop coming. They only just get better and harder and kind of propel you further and further into the life that you're wanting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, think about like if you're, I was just thinking here about like Mario Kart because I used to play Mario Kart after school several hours with friends. Every level that you got to got harder, right? You had new challenges. You had to learn how to manipulate the game and play the game in order to pass those levels. So this is what we're talking about is like you have to play the game. If you quit, there's one thing for certain. Things definitely won't get better. 
if you quit, like you just throw the towel in, you're like, I'm done. Okay, well, when you maybe find yourself in a place more miserable than you are today and that hard that you're facing gets harder and you realize that while it might be, air quote, hard to meal prep or grocery shop or do the things that you need to do, like move your body and go outside and get sunlight and take care of yourself, while that might feel hard, what feels harder is getting out of bed in the morning, dragging ass because you feel like crap and your joints hurt and your digestion is off. You don't want to have sex because you have, you know, bloating that makes you feel like you're three months pregnant and you're, you know, just so exhausted that you don't even want to show up for your life. That's hard. Like you guys have to hear what we're saying. You get to choose if you want to play the game, how you're going to play it and at what level do you want to play it at? Because you're going to have to play it no matter what on some level. So it's up to you. How, how much do you want to improve? You know, do you want to have a new skill set? Then you got to show up. Mm -hmm. You got to learn. You got to face the demons, the internal traumas, all of the things that you rationalize and the stories you tell yourself. Because I'm here to tell you that it's not just your body. Mm -mm. I always thought like, oh, I'm just going to be a bigger girl. It's just in my genes. I'm just broken. It's not. It's that you've got the wrong key to the lock. And so what you need to do is figure out what key you need to put into the lock that's going to unlock your healing. And then you got to go through the door and you got to keep going in the game. Otherwise, people are going to surpass you. And all of a sudden, your girlfriend down the street who actually stuck with her program and kept going and you see her next summer when everybody comes out after hibernating in the Illinois winter, right? Looks amazing, feels amazing. She can't stop talking about how, you know, much she learned over this last six months. And meanwhile, you're standing there and you're like, hmm. I, I stopped when things got hard. I gave up. And I didn't now have I'm, time. Yep. Yeah, you probably didn't even say that you stopped when things got hard. You probably, you probably neglect that and you refuse to accept that it's a you problem like we just talked about. And instead, blame you know, well, it wasn't the right protocol for me. It was too hard to follow. I was overwhelmed. Things are hard. They Things are. that are going to give you massive change require massive change. Mm -hmm. And this is something that, you know, Liz and I are both like, I'm probably about to enter a phase of my life and my healing journey where I'm not going to be exercising for a period of time. That is terrifying to me. I can't remember the last time I haven't exercised consistently, like taken more than a few days off other than when I've been sick or injured. And even when I was injured, I would figure out a way to work out. Yeah, you'd be going in there be, with your I would be in my crutches. boot or my scooter doing like arms only stuff, <laughs> arms only assault bike. Um, and so, you know, it's me being vulnerable to the process and accepting that maybe, maybe the place I want to get to requires me doing something I've never done before. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and ask yourself that. Are you avoiding doing the one thing or couple of things that you think you can't live without and those are the things getting in your way? And sometimes it's really expensive. Sometimes, so true. Sometimes it costs you a lot of energy, of time, emotional energy. Sometimes it feels like it's draining you because you're thinking about these things all the time. That's part of the journey. Everybody goes through it. 
And this is one thing that, you know, when people come into our program, you know, I tell them there's a high level of communication because we ask a lot of our clients, we're here to create massive change. I'm not here to waste time. I don't want you to waste your time and I don't have time to waste my time. And so this is something that like, that sounds like tough love, but on the flip side of this, Beck and I have both in the past been coaches that were a little bit too easy on people sometimes. And we know that certain people are going through, you know, hardships and things pop up and, you know, it gets really, really stressful at times, but we can't just throw in the towel. We can't just be like, well, you know, I just decided to like take a few days off of everything. Like, did you just stop showing up for your kids and you stopped showing up and taking care of them for a few days? You can't just stop showing up for yourself for a few days. If you need a little bit of a mental break, here's what you do. You tune in and you do a mind body scan and you say, what do I need today? What is going to help me get out of this place where I feel burnt out? I feel stuck. I feel frustrated because if you think that it's the bottle of wine, the box of chocolates, the cupcakes, you're mistaken. What it is, maybe a walk in nature, maybe a little bit more water, maybe getting to bed earlier maybe doing some deep breathing or meditation, maybe taking a hot bath, maybe doing things that will support your body in feeling calm and feeling safe instead of suppressing. Going back to what we talked about before, like if you are avoiding the fact that you are part of the problem, this means you're also avoiding the emotions and trauma from the past by suppressing. You're constantly pushing this ball underneath the water right? You don't want anybody to see it. So you just keep pushing that ball under water. At some point in time, it's going to pop up and it's going to roar its head. And so you can try to suppress with the food, the alcohol, whatever it is, but at some point it's going to come back and hit you in the face and it's going to come alive. And we want to share these things with you because we've been there. We've done these, we've made these mistakes essentially. And so we want to help prevent you from making those same mistakes. You only have so much energy in your life. You only have so many Fs to give, right? You guys have heard that <laughs> quote or that saying. You got to put them in the right buckets. You got to make sure that you're taking care of yourself. You got to make sure that all of the things that you want in life still stay a priority no matter how you're feeling. Beck and I do not wake up every day and feel like being on calls from 9 to 5 p.m. I don't wake up every day and feel like going outside when it's 33 and snowing for my outdoor walk. I don't wake up every day and feel like I want to sit here and read a book that's 10 pages and it's complex information that's taking me 45 minutes because I chose to read a complex book for 10 pages. <laughs> but I'm challenging myself in different ways because without challenge, there's no growth. And so just remember today, like you don't have to be doing all the things all the time, but you have to be challenging yourself and you have to stay the course and remember that there's no finish line. Six months from now, you're still going to have things you want to work on and things you want to improve. Five years from now, you're still going to have things you want to work on and things that you want to improve. And each phase of your life, those are going to be different based upon the season that you're in with family or growth, with your business or you know your job, your career, whatever that looks like for you. Each season is going to bring new things. And so you pivot and you adjust, but you never give up. The journey is never over until you quit.